Hey, cool dude, can I play too? Uh, uh, it's only a one-player game. Well, then how come it's a second-player score? <laughs> You're listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Nerdpunk's Second Player Score. Alright, so we are back with another episode of Second Player Speaks, the official podcast of Second Player Score. I am Brian and we have Kyle and Dan. Check, check, testing. Testing. Check. All good? It works. Dan. Uh, am I there? <laughs> Are we, my squiggles there this we're, time? We're testing. Yeah, we don't want to okay. do another thing where we get like 10 minutes into it and say, oh, crap. <laughs> it's not recorded. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, because I guess we're, we're, we're a little more sporadic these days with the, with the show uh, just because we have a lot of other stuff going on. We might settle into doing it more regularly or we might not because we have even more stuff coming up down the line to work on so we'll see but you know anytime we can do the show we will and when we do do the show we talk about our three favorite subjects we talk about a band like a rock band or a punk band we talk about something from pop culture like a video game or movie or tv show or what have you and we talk about and drink beer I am taking care of that part right now. <laughs> You're jumping the gun on us there. All right. So, uh, yeah, so we, uh, we have some cool things to talk about this week, so we'll get right down to it. Uh, first is the band, and uh, they are from uh, Oslo, Norway, a uh, little uh, out of town there, and they are called Forget About It. One word. Uh, just, yeah, Forget About It, all one word. And uh, they are a uh, punk band, like I said, from Norway, and uh, they have a bunch of stuff out. They have... Uh, uh, a couple of EPs, one from 2015 called uh, Compete or Die. <laughs> Pete Carroll might like that. Um, there's one <laughs> from 2017, an EP called uh, The Resurrection of Everything. And I guess uh, this year, um, starting last month in April, they're starting to like drop singles kind of regularly. They have This Is No Life, uh, Running Out of Time, and the most recent one is Apologize, which I guess they're, they're dropping singles probably in anticipation of putting something uh bigger out i guess so uh kyle like how did you come into contact with the band from oslo norway uh i think i saw them on uh, one of the facebook pop punk groups uh probably like a, hey we just released this or whatever i mm-hmm. think it was i think it was a post about releasing something or a video about something they had just released okay uh and uh anyway so i checked it out and it was like right up my alley. Mm-hmm. I mean, and these guys are uh, not all at once. By the way, not on not like it's not like you're going to listen to one song and hear all this. But I mean, like these guys are just this blender of like the Offspring, No Effects, Pennywise, Green Day. I mean, you know, just hear all this in all these different songs. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all these influences and stuff. And and uh, yeah, I just was immediately into these guys mm-hmm. like so much so uh yeah i don't know I, that that's two bands now from oslo norway uh that i got on the show i don't know it must be hot spot or something <laughs> hot spot for pop punk mm-hmm. dude they're good yeah holy crap like super good yeah. like, when i saw norway i was like what norway like we know someone from norway now <laughs> like, that's yeah <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, like every corner of the globe, man, there's uh, pop punk. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's a lot everywhere. of like some floor, like some 41 and rancid in there. It's it's so yeah, freaking shreddy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, the, like the guitar work is. Yeah, dude, that's I've been playing that on repeat like constantly, <laughs> dude. Yeah. And then, especially with that wah pedal, like it doesn't just like bounce up and down on. He kind of uses it as a tone envelope kind of mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. you know, like that like the, the slow kirk hammett kind of like, <laughs> like <laughs> not just like stomping on the whole thing going like wow 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 right yeah dude yeah they know what they're doing mm-hmm. they know what they're doing yeah yeah good great band good find um and by the way kyle does a radio show uh he is dj dex uh doing a show called the getting squatchy show on uh 99wnrr.com uh, every Thursday from 2.30 to 4 Pacific time in which he plays punk rock bands from around Pacific Northwest and around the world like from Oslo, Norway. Uh, did, like, did you actually, did you talk to these guys like on you know Messenger or something or like? No. No? No. Uh, but I do talk to uh, the other band from Oslo. Okay. Uh, the Two Minutes Hate. Ah. They uh, appeared to listen to the show uh, every week and so we trade comments on the like the end of the show post mm-hmm. uh they always comment about the show and so we'll talk back and forth sometimes cool so yeah it's very cool i wonder if have, have you i wonder if they know these guys if they know each i don't other. know I, yeah curious uh so they didn't say anything um uh, about knowing them but but uh yeah i may ask and just be like hey <laughs> you know uh, you know this other band because if you don't, maybe you should. Mm-hmm. Like you guys should be playing a show together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. They would definitely. That would be a great uh, pairing mm-hmm. for sure. So which uh, which song did you play on your show for? Forget about it. Was it was it the new one? Apologize. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 Uh, I don't remember the name title of it now. I have COVID brain, so you know. I mean, I can't remember anything. <laughs> uh, no, I think it was whatever the the release was before that. Running out of time. Yes. Okay. I believe that was the one. Cool. Um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, I was like this week listening to like their whole you know discography and stuff, and mm-hmm. and just man, just really enjoyed every last bit of it. Like nothing to skip on any of it. So yeah. all really, really good. Yeah. Like, like you said, it's a good, like, it's kind of a seamless blend or a mixture of like all those influences. Yes. And like, you know, mm-hmm. from, from song to song and they, they kind of make it, you know, they, they take all these influences and they make it their own thing. You know, you, you can hear it, but you can hear all these little different things, but it, but it's all just one, you know, t- sound that is, you know, forget about it. They I mean, are their own yeah. warped tour. Very yeah, unique. Warped I mean, even tour. that song that starts with an acoustic, I was like, dude, this is so flogging Molly or like, <laughs> or like Dropkick Murphy stuff. It was like, I was like, dude, this is so freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good find there, sir. Thank you. Lots of good bands out there, man. Yeah, for sure. I, I was saying on the, the the show the other day, it's like if I if I had nothing else to do, and all I had to do was concentrate on my show. Worldwide, there are so many bands out there, so many pop punk bands out there, or punk bands or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could probably go at least a year, never repeating. A band. <laughs> I could just do all debuts all the time. Uh-huh. And there's just so many. Like, and I only have like maybe one or two from the Philippines. But dude, 
Like pop punk is huge there. Mm. Like huge. I could probably, if I could like just spend time just on that, I could probably find just gobs of, of pop punk bands oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just everywhere, everywhere. They're all over the place. Yeah. You know, even in the United States, like you, I would have never thought uh, Iowa is being a great place to find pop punk bands. There's a bunch of them that, I've played either on my old show or on Getting Squatchy. Mm. Uh, Florida. Never yeah, I was saw about it. to say, Florida. You had like Never what, three that. bands? I've got at least three bands. Well, I know I had three bands on just the uh, the show the other day. Yeah, yeah. I've got more that I didn't even play. I mean, I've, I think I've got maybe close to a dozen pop punk bands just from Florida. Not exactly the place I would have been thinking. <laughs> You're going to find a bunch of pop punk bands. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think I've even got like two or three from Nashville. Once again, not exactly where I was gonna, like thinking you'd be finding pop punk pants, but yeah, from fucking Nashville, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it's just all over the place. But why? Probably because the world is fucking angst ridden, and and so pop punk works really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I mean, all these bands are so good, and the funny thing is, like, I mean, like the way music is now, though, like, you know. I don't know what it is, but like the, the pop punk is not, you know, for whatever reason, it's not, you know, it's not surfacing coming to the mainstream yeah. as much. I mean, right. they, you just have the old stalwarts, you know, like you know, Blink One Eighty Two or whatever. But mm-hmm. sure. like all these new young bands are coming up, and there's just there's so many of them, like you said. But you know, nothing. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's going to be some kind of critical mass coming pretty soon, where you know some of these bands are going to start blowing up or something yeah i was kind of hoping that you know that kind of thing was going to happen you know when everyone got all interested in uh, machine gun kelly i mean (laughs) i didn't probably not the you know the best ambassador for pop punk but he was he was creating buzz in a place that there wasn't and so i thought oh well hey here's the you know it's the spark that's going to light the fire Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. then it just kind of never never turned into anything you know so I don't know. Well, we'll see. Maybe, maybe it'll be forget about it from Oslo, maybe. Norway. See, see what I did there? Like, exactly. Nice. I like that. Nice, <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm a professional podcaster. All right. So uh, <laughs> definitely check those guys Wait, out. Wait, Brian's getting paid? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck, no, dude? What? <laughs> hey. I'm getting paid in beer. <laughs> All right, so we uh, move on to the uh, pop culture section of the show, and um, well, <laughs> this was—I uh, mean, I guess it was a dance suggestion, but it, it's also—it's um, in in the words of our good friend Jeff Albergini, uh, it is the best movie ever, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it is a uh, Cocaine Bear or uh, Cocaine Bear. I guess <laughs> you can't—you can't. You can't like you have to say it and so you have to try try to say it in a southern accent because that's just how it sounds you mean like a cocaine yeah, bear cocaine the bear, bear did the cocaine right <laughs> <laughs> after you watch the movie then you know your, your brain is thinking in a southern accent at least mine was but uh um it, in case you don't know it's a uh 2023 i guess some people this place is called a thriller some places call it a horror comedy um but basically it is uh based loosely on true events about uh, a bear, a black bear in the um, in, in the forests of northern Georgia, where, like I guess some guy who was uh, coming back from a drug run had to dump a bunch of duffel bags of cocaine that landed in the forest, and the bear got into it and ate a bunch of the cocaine and just went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 
and you know it is uh it's funny because like i, I think you know this is the kind of like the, the three of us we have you know we have a lot of similar tastes but you know we also have a lot of you know diverging tastes you know like with kyle with horror i'm not so much of a horror guy and stuff like that but like are are the three where the three of us intersect tends to be stuff like this or like yeah, right you know, or yeah. like um uh what was that one velocipaster velocipaster like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> movies in that kind of style you know and this is this is definitely kind of one it's of like those a, kind of movies. It's like a Venn diagram of yeah. us on a movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right there you have Cocaine Bear. Yeah, right. Um, but it, it really was, I mean, well, by the way, we're going to spoil Cocaine Bear. I mean, I guess you can kind of figure it out from the premise, but <laughs> um, but we are going to kind of spoil it. I mean, I, there was actually a good, you know, kind of a story structure to it. It wasn't just, you know, random fucking, you know, bear killed, you know, right. high, getting mm-hmm. high, killing mm-hmm. people. I mean, there was that, of course, but, you know, there was actually a story to it and there was even like a kind of a you know there's like a climactic scene and there is this whole thing with you know the parallel with the mothers with carrie russell's character yeah and her daughter and the daughter's friend and you know the bear was turned out to be a mama bear and she had two cubs that she was taking care of and mm-hmm. you know so there really was kind of a heart to the film you know to the story i think it wasn't just random fucking yeah. you know killing and stuff yeah no it was so, cool it was uh yeah i mean yeah, it wasn't like just oh, let's have a bear running around killing people. Air, we have a movie, right, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was the last movie of the the great Ray Liotta. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I didn't know that until the very end. I'm like, when they dedicated, oh my god! Yeah. Like, there's a dedication page. I paused it and like I looked over at my wife Molly, and she's like, "No way!" And just started googling everything. Yeah, she's like, "No, Ray yeah. Liotta, damn it!" Yeah. Man, I've seen a ton of that guy's movies. Yeah. So cool. And, uh, of course, you know, in true fashion, playing a tough guy. Right, yeah. You know. <laughs> Drug dealer. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the sheriff. So, I don't know. Do either of you watch The Wire? No. No, no. Okay. Well, the sheriff's in there. And uh, in The Wire, he's like this politician in Baltimore. And the whole show that while he's in there his tagline is she right okay so i've never seen him in really hardly anything else i mean i've seen him in a couple bit roles but nothing like a big role like this where he's he's in most of the movie mm. and uh the whole time i'm just like you know you're 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 seeing the setup like he could say it right here and then he doesn't you're like oh god, god. I just you I'm get waiting for I'm, him to say it. Oh, dude, I'm so like, like I don't. You just like he has a definite like a, a distinct resonance to his voice uh-huh. that you cannot mistake. Like if I didn't see him, I would know who it was. Mm-hmm. And so it's such it's become such a part of the only like major character I've seen him play. To have him not saying that was like, D- what happened? <laughs> you know. <laughs> What uh you like like my, my brain was tripping yeah. <laughs> on 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 that every time waiting for him to like launch into that. <laughs> that was probably the joke in itself, like you can't see the punchline. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And, and he's probably and, and I'm sure for him, like I uh, you know, I'm sure he for years couldn't live that fucking moment down. Mm-hmm. And uh so here he gets this show and he doesn't have to fucking say it now. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Did you guys watch? There's a um, there's a there's a documentary about Cocaine Bear. I didn't watch it. No. I saw that there was one. Okay, though. Yeah, I I just had to watch that because I 
I, I like I like that kind of stuff. The yeah. behind the scenes mm-hmm. kind of thing, and you know, the, the, so that the documentary was about you know the the true story of the of yeah, the bear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, I guess you know, like they took a lot of liberties. Like the bear wasn't as big. Like the bear in the movie was like five hundred pounds. You know, the actual bear was like one hundred seventy five pounds. And apparently, it, it didn't really eat a lot of the. Co- it had like three or four grams, and then it overdosed and died. And it is reported to not have you know hurt anybody when it was high, but um, mm-hmm. it just died of an overdose. And the rest of the cocaine vanished because they think that like the, the guy who dropped it, he, they think that he actually had people coming into the forest that knew that this was going to happen, so mm. they were going to go pick up the cocaine. But they, nobody ever knows what happened to it. Oh, of um, course. And uh, <laughs> um, so the bear apparently got taxidermied and is in like a, a mall in Kentucky. <laughs> ah, so we can go see the cocaine You bear? can go see the cocaine bear. Oh, oh my like, God. Uh, people are disputing the fact, like some people say that's not the actual bear, but the people in the mall are saying, oh yeah, it, you know, it definitely is. You know, you know, I don't know. Who knows what the true thing is. Um, the bear can actually perform, it, it can officiate legal weddings. <laughs> the bear? How does the... The cocaine bear can officiate weddings in How Kentucky. How does that work? <laughs> The is he robotic? No, I I don't know. I I guess you just go there and like maybe I don't know how that works. But apparently, like like you walk up like an altar and be like, okay, um, by the power invested in cocaine, in the cocaine bear, yeah, Yeah. I guess, dude, that's weird. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I want to get married in front of cocaine, and uh, I guess you know, like they. There's a sign with uh, Molly. We're renewing our vows. Renewing our vows in in Kentucky, the Kentucky Fun Mall. Um, (laughs) And there's a nameplate for the bear. Like it's called uh, Pablo Escobar. Oh God, Pablo Escobar. Yeah, dude, that's that's amazing. Or AKA Koki the Bear. (laughs) Koki the Bear. (laughs) Which is uh, you know, uh, Skokie. Yeah, Yeah, I was just gonna Um, say. Oh, he he just he just always wished and. And hoped to aspire to be Skokie the right, bear, yeah. <laughs> but he could only be Koki the bear. But we talked. We, we must have talked about Skokie when we had Jeff on, right? As a guest. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure we talked about Did it. Did we? I'm was, sure we. Uh, was Skokie a thing by that point? It had to have been, I think, right? Because. Uh, yeah, probably. Anyway, anyway, but yeah. So, um, yep. Uh, so that's you know you can go see the cocaine the real bear, cocaine bear on Peacock. But yeah, you can see it in Kentucky, or you can see it on Peacock. You, oh. you can see the movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, so, so I'm wondering, what is the your favorite death in that movie? Oh, um, what was it? The like, like for me, it's in between the park ranger and the kid that gets his brains blown out by the park ranger because <laughs> you don't see that coming. True. <laughs> True. That um, the yeah the the getting those brains blown out that was uh surprising yeah to say the least oh, but it so builds up her character like from that moment on you know who you're working with oh yeah <laughs> yeah well and i like her anyway like i any character i've seen her play mm-hmm. i like her so much she is just great and she can either be fucking you know as sweet as pie or fucking just ruthless as like Lex Luthor, man. I mm. mean, she is like a force to be reckoned with on either side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's very cool. I I like the fact that this movie was uh, produced by uh, Lord and Miller. Like they usually do more like kid friendly stuff. Like they did the Lego Movie and like the animated Spider Man stuff. The same guy that did the Lego Movie did this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I like that because that kind of show you know 
I like because we have sort of a, a, a you know a breadth of stuff as well where we have things you know that are more for kids and then, then we have stuff that's more for adults mm-hmm. and so like mm-hmm. so I, I kind of like it that they kind of you know Branstein did something like like this and the fact that it was directed by Elizabeth Banks was also amazing. <laughs> Uh, so that was cool uh, the movie apparently grossed uh, 80 million dollars against a 35 million dollar budget most of which apparently was uh, went for visual effects to create the bears nice mm, yeah that makes sense that they had the bear sense. like the bear was acted out by a, a guy I guess a motion cap guy and then they replaced him with you know the, the VFX ah. for the bear so and it looked nice. pretty good I mean yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was pretty convincing yeah. so. mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was very well done. So there was a guy in a mocap suit just like rolling on the ground, like just like totally getting off on the, on the yeah. cocaine and all that. Like, yeah, yeah, because like yeah, the bear definitely does get high, and then it goes all Hulk rage, but right. and it wasn't oh, just scratching itself on the tree. And I all know. That. Yeah. Did you love that? Like the the cocaine was what saved the day. Like you know, the bear was you know like dying on the on yeah, the side, thing. and yeah. then the, the cocaine comes down and like it's it you know starts it into the nose and like eyes open back up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save my cocaine. I, I never thought I'd root for someone like, hey, dude, do a line, do a line. Right? Quick, save the day. Come on, do a line. Uh, I don't know what the message is there exactly, but. Uh, yeah, I was surprised that even they showed like kids doing it, but they don't know how to. They just like took a spoonful right. and they're just like, oh, I do coke all the time. Yeah. It's like, oh, you idiot. They're not going to show that. Oh, they showed it. I know. What? <laughs> kids doing coke. Oh, my God. Like. Right. Yeah, I was a little. I was like, they're not gonna. Oh, they did. They went. They went there. They, yep. they did that. <laughs> like, huh, might as well. It's a fucking movie. Calm yeah, down, people. Yeah, it, yep. yeah, it's not I mean, meant to be. It's not meant to be PC. I mean, but, cocaine bear. I mean, is it in the same vein as like Sharknado? Right. Like, like all that kind of right. stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, so. <laughs> yep. So was, was this the directorial debut of Elizabeth Banks? No. Uh, she's okay. actually done like Pitch Perfect 2 and Charlie's Angels and stuff, which okay. were like pretty successful. So yeah. yeah. So, you know, so she was, and she wasn't, the, um, I guess she wasn't the first choice. Like they had somebody else lined up to do it, but they, they dropped out or whatever. Yeah. So they brought her in and I thought did a fantastic job. So I was like, yeah, no, I thought she did good, but I was like, boy, if this was like your debut <laughs> directing, what a hell of a movie to fucking, <laughs> you know, start off with <laughs> right yeah that's great that's yeah. great all right so that is a cocaine bear you can watch that on peacock as well as the documentary they're both on they're both on peacock so uh so yeah so uh, check that out if that sounds like your kind of thing it certainly was ours so uh good call there jeff <laughs> uh, okay so uh moving on to the beer dan brought the beer uh, yes sir what do, what do we have dan this comes in the well. It's a hazy IPA, Viva Hop Vegas. I love that name. Yeah, Viva Hop Vegas, and it's a seven percenter. So yeah, be careful. But this comes in the Hop Valley um, variety pack. Ah, yeah. So this is the rotator. Okay. Yeah. So when we tried this one, it was like, holy crap! It doesn't even taste like a seven percent. Mm, it's really good. And yeah. yeah, it was like, actually, Molly was like, dude, you got to bring this to the guys. I'm like, for a seven percent, I think we could do this. Oh yeah, I think we could do this. For sure. For We've sure. done 12s on here. <laughs> <laughs> it says uh, it lines up a winning combination of Palisade, Citra, and Mosaic Cryo Hops with a rewarding blast of lemony tangerine and stone fruit hop characteristics. Wow. Yeah, this was a streaming beer. Then after like the first one, I'm like, I need water. I, I need to talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little slurry. Were you doing <laughs> it with uh, the Hogwarts? 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but so it, it kind of worked out, you know. Yeah. Especially yeah. with Hogwarts, I have all like this ADD mode where I'm like, ooh, sh- something shiny, something shiny, and you <laughs> go off and do it, and yeah. Uh, by the way, Dan is our Twitch streamer. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash second player score where he plays video games for fun and profit. And um, I guess currently you're, you're working on um, the Hogwarts legacy, right? Yeah, I need to finish that because the last payout I got, I bought, um, they were requesting Dead, um, Dead Island 2. So I finally picked it up, but I'm like, I can't shelf Hogwarts yet. <laughs> and uh-huh. I mean, it's halfway done. My OCD will not let me, you know, move on yet. <laughs> so... I don't know if you ever must have closure. Like exactly. <laughs> like I need. I need to know how this thing ends. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. But so yeah, um, th- good good call on this beer. This is really good. Oh, and it is definitely hazy, man. Look at all that sediments on the bottom. It is uh, delicious. What are cryo hops again? Uh, it's they freeze them oh. somehow. I, I mean. So hops are like the pellets and stuff are freeze dried anyway, mm. but something about the cryo hops, uh, like it makes them way more potent, and so you use about half as much. Mm-hmm. So I, I would have to like look deeper into it. It's been a while since they came out. Like I, I looked them up when they first came out to see what they were about, but mm. uh, I don't really remember everything about it. I just know it has something to do with. Um, you know, freezing them or the so cold you've never or actually used them yourself. I uh, used them once. Oh, okay. Because that was the only type they had of the variety that I needed, oh. and so I just needed less of them mm. because because the cryo hops are just that much more potent. Okay. Yeah. So uh, nice. I didn't notice any like difference, like other than the you know I. Just from what I have talked to other guys about, I mean, it just boil basically boils down to you just don't you don't have to buy as many mm-hmm. to get it to work. Uh, so is it more expensive though? Like, so it kind of evens out in the end. Or uh, well, they're more expensive, but since you use so little, much or well, so much less of them that I think in the end it comes down to maybe a little bit of savings. I I don't. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't worry that much about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, I understand like as a, as a home brewer, you're always trying to like challenge yourself, mm-hmm. how great a beer you can make with the least amount of money or whatever. <laughs> right, like, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. you just, and so, uh, uh, but, but I, I don't know. I don't really care anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to make good beer, Sure. you sure. know, but, um, but yeah. So I don't know. Cryo hops kind of the thing right now, though. So cool. I don't know if there's more to it though than just the fact that they're more potent and you need to use less. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'll look it up and we can talk about it another time. All right. Sure. Yeah, because like there's four kinds of hops in here. Is that considered overkill? I mean, like how, how many hops would you? No, not at all. Use? Not at all. Well, remember I had a beer called uh, Sinbad in the Seven Seas. Oh, those seven. I hops. had seven hops, all that started with oh. the letter C. See, it, it, I remember wow. that. <laughs> I remember the beer. I don't remember the the origin story. Yep, <laughs> yep. I did. Wow. Okay. By the way, um, this is our our fifth Hop Valley beer, which is tied with uh, Ecliptic for second place as far as like most beers from one brewery. Um, in wow. first in first place, uh, guess what first place is? Uh, it starts with a B. 
Breakside? Yep, Breakside. Oh, I am not surprised. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Breakside's that, amazing. That's not reflective. Like we, we just kind of choose beers randomly, and it just sort of you know happens to be that way. Like it's, it's not necessarily indicative of like one beer being we're us preferring one beer to another or whatever, or one brewery to another. But you know, because we just kind of pick them randomly from week to week. But I just kind of, I, you know, I just kind of thought it was fun to kind of count it up and see what we've been doing. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so this is a uh, this is a now tied. Tied Hop Valley for second place. So, but uh, oh, second place, huh? They're all good. Um, we we have a bunch of other breweries that we should get probably more beers from. So I'm going to go and look at the, look at my list, and you know, we can start uh, getting some other ones up. Uh, you know, up their count. I have it right here. Yakima Chief says, "Cryo hops oh. uh, are the concentrated lupulin of whole leaf." hops containing resins and aromatic oils uh, it is designed to provide intense hop flavor and aroma enabling brewers to efficiently dose large quantities of alpha acids and oils without introducing astringent flavors or vegetative material so they're pellet hops but it's the lupulin uh and resins uh-huh. and the oils it's not all the leaf and stuff okay so you're just basically taking what makes hops do their thing mm-hmm. and just getting an extract of that ah it's kind of cool nice yeah i guess that's why it's popular because it's more of like a i mean like you said just you're getting more of the good stuff right like, yeah yeah and so i could see where that would work because if you don't have all the vegetative material and stuff then yeah you don't end up with some of the other less desirable uh, flavors and things that can come from hops, mm-hmm. especially when you have to use a large amount. Right. So, yeah. Cool. Okay. So that is the Viva Hop Vegas from <laughs> Hop Valley. Yes. Very good. <laughs> Highly recommended. Check that out. Okay. All right. So that, I guess, is the end of another episode of Second Player Speaks. We are Second Player Score. We are a band, but we are also a uh, multimedia production team. And we have a bunch of kind of cool stuff lined up uh, coming up for the rest of the year. Um, well, first we have a show in June. What day was it again? June 24th, 24th, Saturday. Uh, so if you are in the, uh, Portland, Vancouver area, or if not, and you just want to kind of, you know, come to town, uh, we will be at the new Twilight Cafe, uh, playing with, um, well, what you want to talk about the show? Oh, like, sure. Yeah. It's with, uh, CJ and the Hawthorns. They're doing a Blink-182 cover set. So they call it the Wink-182 show and... <laughs> Yeah, and I'll be filling in on guitar in that. That'll be fun. Yeah. And then uh, All Hype joined and uh, Stay Golden joined. Still Golden. Oh, Still Golden. Still Golden. And then, yeah, and we will play freaking awesome. Yep. Potentially one more band where we don't know, but if not, hey, we get a longer set. So. Sure. Okay. Ah. That's uh, 21 and over $10 at the door, right? Yeah. 10 bucks at the door, or we can get you a, a physical ticket when they get here like for 10 bucks, but it's 12 at the door. Yes, yeah, twelve at the door, oh, okay. and then ten pre-sale. But if you go online for the links, they sell it for ten bucks. But then there's a four dollar fee, so you end up which more. makes it more expensive <laughs> more than so. the actual thing. At the door, yeah. So just get your just ticket at the at door. The door yeah. yeah. So, but what a lot of people are doing, they're like, uh, they would Venmo ten bucks and will like write their name on the ticket and leave it at the door or something, or whatever they're comfortable with, like, drop it off or whatever. Gotcha, whatever. Yeah. If you want to uh, DM us at Second Player Score Facebook or secondplayerscore.com or uh, secondplayerscore on Instagram um, 
give me an address. Uh, you Venmo me money, I'll mail it to you. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so we got that coming up in June. Uh, in July, um, I am launching the seventh and final book of the Joel Suzuki series. <laughs> uh, it's been it's, it's been eleven years in coming, but uh, it, I'm actually ahead of schedule. And so anyway, so that's uh, that'll be coming out. We're going to be having a uh, um, like a release party um, at Kazoodle's Toy Store here in Vancouver on saturday well because the book is coming out on july 17th is the official launch date it's going to be available for pre-order on amazon prior to that but then it's going to be officially launched on the 17th which is which is actually the 11th anniversary of when the first book was launched to the day nice Whoa. and unofficially it's joel's birthday but um so anyway so there's that and then the, that saturday of that week on the 22nd of July will be the launch party at Kazoodles, where I will be giving away um, a, a copy of every book in the whole set, all seven of them. Whoa. <laughs> in case, in case people don't have any, you know, for the, for those of you who don't have any of them, you can win them all at once. Or if you have one or more of them, and you win that, then you can like give away the ones that you already have, or something like that, or or burn them. I don't know what you want to do, but. <laughs> <laughs> burn. That escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's July. Um, August, we we have a couple of shows uh, tentatively lined up that we'll probably be, or one or two shows. We'll talk about that later. Um, maybe one in October, which we'll talk about later. There's alternative. Uh, oh, and then our album 4D will finally be coming out probably in August. Uh, we'll see. Um, you know, all the tracks are done. They're mastered. We're just getting, we're just working on the artwork now. So tentatively we're looking at an August, uh, August launch date for that. It's been four years in coming, but, uh, it's finally going <laughs> to see the light of day. So we're, we're pretty excited about that. So, um, you can find out more information about everything that we're doing at our website at secondfairscore.com. Or if you follow us on like Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of social media stuff, then, you can uh, get the updates there if you want. So I think I covered everything. I think that's everything. Okay. You did it. <laughs> yeah. We may or may not be back next week. We'll see. We have a lot of other stuff that we have to work on. Oh, yes. Hold my beer. I didn't talk about that. <laughs> I, I've been talking. We've been talking about it enough in recent episodes. But um, but our film project or our pilot episode for our TV series project is is in a pre-production phase it's coming along really nicely we're working on some grant applications we've got some locations nailed down we've got some casting done already so uh, we're really, really excited about that um and uh yeah so if you are interested in being involved in a film production uh let us know because uh, we might have a job for you so okay so there now i think we're caught up right yep. and <laughs> oh. and spend the next week listening to forget about it that's right that's right forget about it from oslo norway one word forget about it watch cocaine bear and drink the uh the viva hop vegas all at one time do, do it all, all at the same viva hop vegas <laughs> okay all right so uh we'll see you when we see you i guess aloha see ya kaden <laughs> You've been listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Second Player Score.